0: Hi, I'm Chris Varner. And I'm Sean O'Brien. Welcome to It's Not the Differences. All right, well, welcome back, everyone. We, I think we've exhausted for the moment our Crispin Glover sideshow.
1: Put a pen in it just <laughs> for now, just for the moment, for, <laughs> for
0: the moment. And we're gonna move to um, students, students, things they do, things they've said. We've we've been told. I don't know. I don't know if you've been told, Chris, but I've been told a lot. You should write these things down. When a kid says something weird, you should make a list of those things. I guess we did it mentally. So we're gonna share tonight or today some of those things that students have said that have caused us to pause or hesitate or laugh. Internally. So, Chris, what's something a student has said that you remember?
1: Well, (laughs) you know, when we were talking about this yesterday, there's just so many. I wish I would have, you know, written them down, but it it didn't work that way. So the, the one that jumps out at me just because this is, and it was probably just me because of my opinion of the subject, was I was at Canyon, and I asked the kids, hey, who's seen Karate Kid? This kid enthusiastically raised his hand. I said, "Awesome! What do you think?" He goes, "I love Jaden Smith." Oh my! And I looked Uh-oh. at him and Uh-oh. I, I said, you got to get out. <laughs> you got to get you out. You got to get out of here. You got to get away from me because. You know Told him to leave. I joking, he was laughing, but he didn't get it. He didn't know there was actually a Ralph Macchio. There was.
0: There kid. was the karate There was kid. the only karate And kid then there was this other thing. There things. was
1: this other. I don't know what. I that love
0: Jaden yes. which is uh, problematic comment to start all to start. Itself. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that. So if you don't know, listeners, that that is as close to a cardinal sin as one can make. Yeah. With Chris Varner. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. That would be uh, that would be bad. If to me, I guess the similar thing would be if somebody confused Star Wars and Star Trek. That would get out. <laughs> Oh, I love Star Trek with the Force and everything. Out, out. How many Wookiees are on is the it, Enterprise? Is that the one with Dumbledore? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, yeah, I suppose that would be a similar sort of internal cringy. Like, Just come on. Can I ditch man. the lesson and teach this instead? For my dad,
1: can you imagine if you would have told your dad you got Clint Eastwood and John Wayne confused? Yes. Oh, forget
0: it. I, I remember that scene when Clint Eastwood is... <laughs> is an evil dreamer. John Wade. <laughs> Pilgrim, die <laughs> fire five shots or six. Uh, mine is it was baffling. The student said this it had to be about ten years ago. And I'm gonna I'm gonna recount the story and I'm gonna bet you're gonna have the same reaction I did, which is, huh? So I have to say it again to like make the point. So ninth grade English class, in the front row, right in that front seat. I don't know why she said this. I don't know what we were talking about. Obviously, something regarding language. So it wasn't an off-topic comment. She said, Mr. O'Brien, imagine you have two Spanish speakers, and that's all they speak is Spanish. All right, gotcha. When they meet and talk to each other, do they have to translate their thoughts into Spanish before they can talk? You're doing the same thing I'm doing are looking with squinted eyes, wait, what? So I asked her, wait, what do you mean by that? And she just sort of rephrased it. And I remember thinking, oh, I think I get it. I said to her, oh, you're asking, is the default human language English? And people that don't speak English have an extra step they have to go through <laughs> <laughs> to go into their language of choice. And she literally went. Yes, that's what I'm asking. Like you said it perfectly. And all I could say was, no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, she I didn't entertain it I anymore. Didn't,
0: <laughs> I didn't make fun of her or say, where in God's name did you come up with that? I just said, well, no. No, they don't. And I moved on with the lesson. And I remember looking about the room and seeing not a few other ninth graders engaged in, like, yeah, that is a good question. So it was a, she was just brave or brazen enough to ask it. And I thought much later, like, so what kind of a worldview? Because it's not quite racism, right? I wouldn't put that would, in no. the same I, box I as racism. I think
1: it would, it would just be...
0: I mean, it's naivete to an extreme of course, degree. Of course, yeah. That, I... But, you know, when you get down to it, you know, that's actually know. not... <laughs> that you're even asking it at all shows, at the very least, you're thinking of people that aren't like you. Like you would acknowledge they have a different experience, but you fell well short of. <laughs> um,
1: so what they should speak in her mind is everybody.
0: Well, that should would speak English. That would be the follow-up question. Why bother? With Why don't we Spanish? just all speak English? And it also the power of babble. It, all, for
1: nothing? What are we it also it also brings
0: up the real possibility that two Spanish speakers are talking, and one of them stops and says, "Hey, what's Spanish for dog?" <laughs> I've forgotten for a second, and I can't say "dog" unless you tell me. But when I, I, like I said, when I, when I put it in words like, "Oh, you're saying is the base language of all humanity, English," but some people have an extra. Yeah, I am asking that. She didn't go. Yeah, now that you put it down like that way, that's, of course not. She went. No, yes, I am. Okay, all right. No, no, <laughs> no, they don't. Absolutely no, not. They do not. So you know, I don't know if that counts as a dumb comment.
1: It's intriguing.
0: But it definitely it makes you pause with that there's no dumb questions. You go,
1: well, I don't know. No, there's tons of dumb there questions. There are. There's a lot of dumb questions.
0: <laughs> One's that, like if you've written an answer on the board and you point it out with your stick. Hey, what's that? I just, it's here.
1: See, that's what annoys. I, tell, I said, I don't mind clarifying because that's our job, I feel, as a teacher, is to right. clarify if you don't understand something. What I don't like... Is when a student is just on their phone, or they're just zoning out. Forget even before cell phones, just zoning out, mm-hmm. which I do, I admit. Yeah. But then they, you have to have knowledge or the understanding that when you zoned out, you miss something. Right. And then rather than ask somebody next to you, which is what I do in all our faculty meetings. <laughs> <laughs> or anytime my wife yells. Or at let me. it go. <laughs> like, well, miss that. Well, miss that. You ask oh. someone. Actually, instead said they stand up, and, they, and I said I, I, just give them this look, like, what, like, <laughs> Really? <laughs> Come on, man. Like, no I always tell you, you're no going to get a boss someday. You don't want the boss to know you weren't paying attention. You've got to learn these sort of...
0: I would actually have a ton of respect for a kid who, during, like, like procedure, lecture, whatever, and you have explained the procedure or whatever, and they raise their hand. If they were to say, you know what? I was actually on my phone. I wasn't paying attention. Sorry about that. What do we do? You go, all right, don't do that, but
1: the job, own it up. Like, yep, it.
0: I didn't hear that because I was somewhere else. Shouldn't have been. Um, it's like I said before, when we used to have all the earphone problems. This is years ago when people yeah. would listen to stuff on there. So that's, now we have the phone over here. When I said, hey, take your headphones out, and they take them out. I even said, you know what I would have, I would have had respect for? If you had, like, held up one finger, say, hang on, almost done with this song. I would have had words with, like, no, you don't give me the one finger, hold on. But I respect that I'm actually listening to this. Like I want to hear the end of this, because yeah, then just, it would just a
1: minute. I would have said,
0: "Okay, we're, that's a respect issue," <laughs> but at least you were listening. When you take your heads up instantly, like you weren't listening to that, you didn't want to hear it. You don't go. Can I just finish? It's on the
1: last part of the bridge. No, they just see out. that bothers me because they're like, "I'm, I'm, uh, I'm hearing what you're. I'm listening to what they'll say." Well, now I'm listening to music, but I'm listening to what you say, so it doesn't work though. Nope doesn't work that way. You're, you may know I'm talking. You're hearing words, but you're not registering because you're, you're divided attention. Right, let me
0: give you a hint. If I go to the symphony, I can't talk through it yes. and say, I'm listening. Right. You know, it doesn't work that way. Uh, so I don't know about dumb things, but we have intriguing things. Because dumb things, we'd have a million and they'd all yeah. be the same. it <laughs> would all be the same one. So I have that one. I have had questions that... When it's asked, you have to stop and think, there are so many ways I can answer that. Where, what's the way that's going to make sense to you right now, right here? Like, oh, like for, Here's what happens a lot to me. I'll teach something, and a student will raise their hand sort of, sort of timidly and go, last year we were taught not the opposite of that, but something rather different. And I'll realize, well, that's wrong, what you were taught before but I don't wanna say that because that's another teacher on campus. I might go, well, (laughs) I might, if the student I know came from another school, I have no problems going, yeah, no, that's wrong, don't do that. But if it's here, I have to get away with, you know, at the time that was probably the right move and we've advanced beyond that now, so we're here. You get that in psychology where they have a pop psychology thing
1: The only thing that, the the main thing you get with psychology, number one, the reason I enjoy teaching it is because when I taught history and I loved it and I I would study it and constantly want to bring new details in, but in psychology almost daily, especially, you know, AP, I get these super smart, highly intellectually, highly motivated kids, and I see that aha moment in their Mm. eyes. You know, that, hmm, I never have heard that before. And that's what I love about psychology is most of the time they don't know anything. If they okay. do, it's something out of a movie. But most of them just don't pay it. Let's face it; the movies have kind of been dumbed down a lot. Oh, like, yeah. Recently, yeah. You know, even if a kid saw Limitless. And like says, Karate Sorry.
0: Kid Two, the the new Karate Kid.
1: I get him going. I derailed go. it. You see this vein? I knocked him right <laughs> off the track. <laughs> but no, you get. Yeah, I mean, you get a few things. You get. Uh, it was worse in history, because in history, a kid would watch a documentary and then come. And we're talking about World War II, and we're doing frame of reference. I'm like, what do you know about these missiles? And I go, did you watch the documentary last time? The <laughs> You're not impressing me with that, okay? Tell me anything other than what you saw in that <laughs> the documentary. The V2 But, you know, sometimes you get where the kid, you know, I'm sure you get this, wants to try and trap you. And history, because it's a lot of facts, sometimes it happens. But with psychology, it's a little bit, hmm. you know, it's uh, subjective in nature on certain aspects. What do you mean by a
0: trap question? Well,
1: you'll have particularly when I first started teaching and you're just trying to get your feet under you and you're forgetting what you learned in college three years ago, those first couple of years are tough because you're mm-hmm. trying to make sure you got the content down and a lot of this you just, let's face it, you don't remember from college. So you would get a student that would ask you sort of a question trying to get you to admit that you don't know it, oh, I which, see I, which I'm, okay. now I'm like, I, I tell them, I don't know everything, so they'll say, right. I, I forgot, let me look that up, I'll get back, or I'll say, you know, I want you to look that up, let me know, I, that's a great question, I don't know, I don't know everything, but it took me a while to kind of be comfortable right. with that, I okay. didn't want to be, I'm a new teacher, oh, they're going to know I'm a fraud, I oh, don't yeah. know, like, yes. I don't know, do I know everything about every historical figure? I no. see what you
0: mean, yeah, I guess we'd sometimes, as a young teacher, have you read, such and so book? Well, no, because there's a million. But as a as an English teacher, you feel like you can't say no, I haven't read it. But now I'm happy to go. No, I have. I've never even heard of that. What is that? And the kid will say, it. Now there is a there is a colleague. Not it's not at this school, so I can say it somewhere in this district. There's a teacher who will react with like shock. You haven't read and you want to go. No, I have, but I haven't read it in the two seconds between when you asked me the first time. So no, I haven't read this book by this author. Do I need you to, to follow this discussion? So there is some degree of, I guess you call it like virtual signaling, but it's in like intellectual virtue signaling. And we have that, we've talked about this. We have pedagogical virtue signaling. Have you read this um, pedagogical guy, this name, that name, this other name? And I want to say, what, exactly when would I do this? Because it's, it's 8 p.m. and I'm lesson planning. So tell me when I'm going to crack the book. What did you do during lunch? That's true. That's true. I had during my 40-minute lunch. And I you are so
1: selfish you decided to <laughs> shower sorry. and spend time with your I family. I decided
0: to calories put in my body. Um, and also, and my daughter is starting to learn this. My daughter is a fairly new teacher in Acton. Like, she says, well, you know, a lot of my some of my class is out because of COVID and other kids on vacation. I said, right, and none of your books about um, methods said, it's going to be imperfect. Like, you're going to have a lesson, and it's going to get nibbled at the edges by an absence, by a summon slip, by a fire drill. you got to just soldier on and not let good be the, or not let perfect be the enemy of good. And she's slowly learning that. She's slowly learning, like, you're not going to hit a home run every day. Can you get a base hit? And then once in a while, you'll, you'll launch one. We're, I think, blessed at this school because we have those distractions are very minimal. Very minimal. Um, We don't have, you know, we were just talking about gang fights. We don't have that problem. We generally have a safe campus with, you know, water mains aren't bursting in the middle of class and things like that. But there are still minor distractions. They still get to us. They still throw us off slightly. I mean, I got this stupid plan book here with plan down to the minute, and yet every day there's going to
1: be something that happens that throws it off. See, that's why I don't plan down. I used to plan yeah, down. No, down, I still do. But now I, I figure if I go in with, I want them to learn this main thing. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll always have like kind of a warm up and then, you know, kind of a cool down sort of activity to, to de- which gives me, if there was a distraction, I still have time to get the meat sure. and potatoes. Now that's what I love about the block schedule. When I first came here, what, five, six years ago, it was hard. I mean, I was used to teaching the same class. 50 yeah. minutes every single day to, to switch. I didn't like it, mainly because I was just uncomfortable. Sure. Now I wouldn't go back.
0: All right, given that's Not generally been, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, block schedule is a school where instead of, as Chris was saying, one meets with every period for maybe an hour, just under an hour, we meet every other day, but for almost two hours per subject. Yeah, I think most teachers that I know... Have said it was a hard adjustment, but having adjusted, not only would I not go back, I can't even imagine trying to go back. Um, what it fosters to me is a lot of depth. You probably, you probably cover fewer topics. Like there's fewer check marks of things you've done, I think. But the things you have done, you've done a lot better. You know, I I can do an entire lesson like today's was an entire lesson on how to analyze metaphor. Because when we went from soup to nuts, we went from warm up, introduction of the material, group practice, guided group practice, individual practice, homework, I mean, we went through the entire gamut of the thing, and I can say at the end of it, good, that's a thing that's been done, and they're proficient in it, I can go to the next thing now. Non-block, I don't know, be chopped up.
1: Well, like today, I did test corrections. Sure. We had our first test, so it was nice for them to do that. I could help them, and then I still had time to teach. So I wasn't, you know, or in the regular schedule, you'd show, a, say, a good video, and then you don't have time to talk about it. And by the next day, they've already forgotten. It. Sure. So at least now you can show it and yeah. then have a good discussion. I just, I don't know. I think. I agree. I really just could not. It would be a hard transition going backwards.
0: Even when we don't have that many minimum days, when we do, we're we're sort of close. Yeah. Those are rough. And I remember teachers would say, We only have 65 minutes. I can't do anything in 65. There's people across the country, that's all they get every day. They get that.
1: They get like 50. Yeah, they (laughs) get even
0: less than that. And if you throw in a homeroom or something else like that, it cuts way down. Um, Do you see, where do you see the future here of education going? Let's, let's for the moment, throw COVID out, which I know is a huge thing to throw out.
1: But do you see,
0: (laughs) oh. Yeah, well, you know that better than most because of the uh, stuff you have to deal with with coaching. Let's assume that eventually there becomes a non-issue or we reach some equilibrium with it where it's just a thing that we have and we've, we've acclimated to it. Do you see any major changes in education in the next decade that would fundamentally alter the way we do things?
1: That's a that's a good question. Nice light it, it, question. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I wish I had a fortune cookie right. answer for this or right. a bumper sticker answer. Uh, Notice how
0: I asked it. I'm not going to bother answering. Yeah, uh, no, you
1: know, I, I think, and you and I have discussed this. That, I think, well, you sent me that picture that said, uh, mm-hmm. oh gosh, darn it, what was it? It, it was classrooms in 1900. Oh, classroom, yeah. Why don't you describe it? Cause I'm gonna describe yeah. It was, was
0: but that? I didn't send it. Well, did you send
1: it to me? No. Did I send that
0: to you? I think you sent it to me. I
1: get confused. It's football yeah. season. I get <laughs> confused. <laughs> one too many so yeah.
0: that. No, but it was, and as I look at my own rows here, <laughs> it was a classroom of kids sitting in rows and like, you know, like monks almost. And it was, it was black and white, I think.
1: It was a black one. and white picture.
0: And it said classrooms in 1950 or something like that. And then it said classrooms in 20, you know, now contemporary. And it was the same rows. I and mean, the joke was we haven't made any progress whatsoever. I mean, I would
1: dispute that, but... Right. sure. So, I mean, we've talked about this. I think that, and I don't even know what the solution is. All I know is that it seems like it's getting harder and harder. We're, understand, we're at Westridge. We do have an, anyone that thinks that the school does not, does not have a significant advantage in terms of the population of students uh, is kidding themselves. Because I've been, and you've got to really grind and work at other schools to get it done. Not to say that there's not great, of course, there's great students everywhere. But you really, I mean, I had to do a song and dance, you know, at other sure. schools to get them to get in, because they didn't find the value in what I was teaching. So you have to really, they have to like you, they have to appreciate you, you have to entertain them, then they'll buy in. They don't buy into the, you have to learn this, this is good for you. That's no, it's done. You do it. What goes back to what we're talking about, the attention span of mm-hmm. what they're saying for the average person, now particularly a teenager, is either, what I say, 40 seconds? Right. Or six hours. Yeah,
0: talk about that because that really <clears> threw <throat> me. So tell. tell well, if you th- about if it goes that. back
1: down to YouTube videos and TikTok, each one of those is thirty seconds, minute and a half. They can watch those all day long, no problem, one after the other. But you give them something forty minutes of one singular content, they have a hard time staying focused on it. However. They can now watch 6 hours of something much easier than our generation. I remember watching Gettysburg we had to take an intermission during in the theater. <laughs> and that was, you know, 3 hours and 20, which is a standard. And it essentially goes back to now everything that they are being inundated with is either a TikTok YouTube video which is short or you can binge watch an entire show. The whole se- I mean we couldn't do that. You had to wait right. the next uh, next week. Next and, week. And, God forbid you missed an episode. You got to wait till Silvertime for the reruns. Right. But now they can sit there and go, I want to watch season one of Breaking Bad. I watched the whole thing in one day. So their attention span that, that what we're used to, essentially what I'm reading is that the theory is that it's, it's leaving, it's going away, that these kids. So that's one factor. Motivation and, and getting them to understand the value of something, I feel sometimes like we're losing. I, I don't know. That's
0: why. I mean, the value beyond sort of the immediate and the, you're learning this because a test has come. Correct. Yeah, um, that's a good question. Um, You know, for disclosure, the courses I teach at the moment, I have uh, a bunch of advanced placement kids, and I also have a bunch of um, what they call EL, students who are learning English. So coming at this from rather different sides, there is a sense of, one, what's the immediate benefit? And if there isn't one, okay, I'll do it because I'm compliant, but I'm not going to like it. And then what's the long-range benefit? But I think you're right. A lot of my AP guys, to them, long-range benefit is just get into college. That's not really that long-range. It's longer-range than than tomorrow, but it's still not really long-range. Do you? I don't really even play with that anymore. I don't do this because it's good for you in a general sense. I've got to tie it to something more immediate. But since they're compliant, they'll do what you ask, but it's a matter of are they doing this with passion and in some sort of interest, or are you doing it because someone told you to do it? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, well, I go
1: back and look at when I, when I would teach history, and a lot of the tests, and again, being a first-year teacher and stuff, you'd come up with, it was basically fill-in-the-blank sort of thing. What the, You know, Declaration of Independence was signed on this day or or whatever the case was, Abraham Lincoln was born on this day, and then now that I'm looking back on it, I feel like I I kind of wasted some of the opportunity I had with the students simply because I had them memorize something that they forgot
0: Hmm.
1: and they didn't learn it if they forgot they had to memorize it, they didn't learn it Exactly. so what value did they get from my class now I could give them the whole, if you don't learn history you're going to repeat it, but for someone that's not going to remember what I taught them a week (laughs) later what's the difference (laughs) So I kind of think, I don't know, it's tough because as teachers, we're so diehard in how important our subject content is, and nobody can ever tell us that we're not important or that we need to change. So I I think we're fighting an uphill battle, but we don't even know where the fight should go, and we don't even Mm -hmm. know. I mean, and then you get you know Mark Zuckerberg, you know some of the richest men in the in the world and women in the world that sometimes didn't even go to college, didn't finish college. So they want to die on that, it's like the you're going to kid, I want to be a rock star. Well, okay. Well, Axel Rose didn't go to college. Okay. Right, yeah, you're right. not going to be Axel Rose. Right. So And
0: we can't name all the ones who failed because right. guess what? Nobody <laughs> knows who they are. You I
1: can't
0: I can't list for you some guy who never made it because you've never heard of He's him. called my uncle. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, GOOD, I MEAN, THESE ARE GOOD QUESTIONS. AND I DON'T KNOW, the, the, WHAT'S WEIRD ABOUT OUR PROFESSION IS IN A WEIRD WAY, WE'RE ALMOST LIKE AN ASSEMBLY LINE WHERE THERE ARE ALWAYS, IT'S ALWAYS A NEW GROUP. There's, THE NEXT GROUP LOOKED A LOT LIKE THAT OLD GROUP. YOU KNOW, LIKE, HEY, IT'S A BUNCH OF 11th GRADERS ALL OVER AGAIN. THE ONLY HICCUP WE'RE FACING NOW IS THE COVID GENERATION, AND THAT'S LIKE A FAIRLY BIG HICCUP. I'M FINDING THE STUDENTS ARE QUITE EAGER they're really happy to be back. I agree. Um, they're leaning in hard. They're, they're wide-eyed and clean faces and very, very, very interested in what we have to offer. And it, it, for me, it puts a huge obligation. I can't let these guys down. Maybe that's the way the tie, Now that I think about it. I can't let these guys down, because look at how much they've lost. I've got to do the absolute best I can do every day because they're just hungrier than they've ever been. Um, and they're just sweethearts. They're, they're lovely, lovely people. And that, that goes for an entire group all across the board. I'm loving being with these students again. I hope they like it back. I had a student today say, as I talked to their group and explained a little thing better, she said, oh, that's good, thanks, that helps a lot. That's, that is actually really warming.
1: I know, isn't it? That's yes. an
0: amazingly warming <laughs> feeling. And I wandered away thinking, should I be that affected by that? Yeah, actually I should. Um, that was a wonderful feeling to have a student say that and I, you know, hope we can
1: have them say it some more.
0: And hopefully they won't say dumb things back.
1: Well, they will. That's, <laughs> I'm, I'm counting on it. I'm, I, I was thinking I could do, I, I've got a, a, a guy I went to uh, high school with but we you know, kind of drifted apart and I was never on social media until recently. In his spare time, he's a stand-up comedian. Oh. And he was always funny. We used to make each other laugh wow. all the time. So that made me think, Man, I, I thought about doing that recently. Right. I, I don't think I will in all discretion. I've got too much going on. Okay. But I thought you could just go up there and tell stories of our day as a teacher. Yes. And that's a great bit. And it, it could between coaching and teaching and being a parent, there, there's my son. Not a lot of okay. embellishment
0: needed. No, yeah. no, no, no. Just things as they are. This is what happened.
1: And I was going to bring in a manic or one of those... A vent figure? Yeah. Ventriloquist dolls, right? What do you you think,
0: (laughs) Piaget? (laughs) (laughs) Don't make me put you in the Skinner box. (laughs) Well, we're going to go and close this up, and we'll be back next week with yet another episode of It's Not the Differences.